0: Welcome to part three of Trisha Thomas's weight loss to professional bodybuilder story. This is Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. In the last episode, we learned that Trisha decided to have bariatric surgery. But as Josh Darman discovers, the most interesting part of Trisha's journey is what comes next. At that point, you joined a gym, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yep, yep, I started out Um, joining a gym at a church and I couldn't I I couldn't do a plank for more than 10 seconds I could the kickboxing there were certain things because I was still strengthening my core because they had to go through the muscles in my stomach and so um, I was about four weeks out when I started and I just you know stayed with it and um, didn't get discouraged. And everybody was very encouraging. A lot of people are intimidated by, intimidated by gyms. i are like, oh, they're just full of people that are so healthy and so fit and everything. And, and everyone that I've gone to, which I'm now on to the gym that I went to after the church, um, which is Fitness One in uh, Kernersville, Allen Branch, they're always so good with the new clients and making them feel at home and making them feel part of the the group and everything. So I think a lot of people's intimidation would be squashed if they just found a a good gym to be a part of.
2: And so you stuck with it. And one thing that stuck out to me is you said you were doing pretty well, but you kind of hit a knowledge threshold.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I was going, I was doing my workouts 45 minutes a day, you know, five days a week and having a ball with it and stuff. And as I saw the the muscle starting, I I call it peeling the onion. So I started peeling the onion and I saw the, the muscle started showing up and I'm like, well, how do I, you know, how do I make this better, how do I improve? Because I didn't have the knowledge, I didn't know the forms for the lifts that I needed to be doing, I didn't know, you know, I could do the cardio, the kickboxing, the stuff like that all day long, but weightlifting is where you're gonna improve your best as far as your health is concerned um, in the long run.
2: So So then you went and Dr. Dasher recommended that you work with Matt Fortune, Mm -hmm. a sports performance trainer at Novot Health, Tell me about y'all's first conversation. Yeah, I
1: called him on the phone, and I was talking to him, and um, I said, well, you know, I'm really interested. I've made some progress, and I'm really interested in uh, bodybuilding. And, um, you know, he, he, he engaged me in the conversation, but a part of the conversation was, because you have to take into consideration, this is someone he knows is coming through bariatric. He knows was 278 pounds, and has just told him they wanted to get on stage as a bodybuilder. So his response was... Realistic, You know, he wasn't going to fluff it up. He wasn't going to make it seem like I was going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was just going to, he said, um, he said, you do realize that you won't go pro. You won't get your pro card. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, guess what you did. You just made me that much more determined. But he wasn't being discouraging. He was being realistic. And I appreciate that about him. Um, but it also set the stage for, for determination too.
2: Well, let me just stop you right there. A lot of people want to get healthier Mm-hmm. They want to be able to run a mile or do a 5K, lift up some weights, that kind of thing. But bodybuilding? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, you know, go big or go home. If you're going to do something, and put your goals in place. I couldn't lose any more weight, realistically. It wouldn't have been healthy for me. So I was like, you know, what can I do? Um, I didn't know of any team sports and everything. Well, bodybuilding was something that I could do that involved weightlifting and um, it just involved yeah, having fun because I enjoyed it.
2: Anybody in your family or
1: no? No, I come from a long line of, of sedentary people that enjoy watching TV and taking it easy. And, but what did your
2: husband say when you said you want to go into
1: bodybuilding? Oh, he never knows what to expect from me. He didn't think <laughs> twice about it. He was just like, "Okay, go ahead." He, ne- yeah, he doesn't. He just he just never knows what to expect from me. That's did just you try me. To by get nature. your sister involved. Um, She actually no, I did not try to get her involved, but she has an appointment with a trainer, um, I think, in the next few weeks to not for bodybuilding, but to to better herself for you know, she start lifting weights and better herself as far as the you know her health goes. So you're inspiring her right along. I would <laughs> well, hope so. I would hope that I could. She did such a big part for me, so I only I would. I would thoroughly enjoy if I was able to get back to her
2: so tell me what you and Matt have been working on together
1: Um, we went through the bodybuilding process I had my first um, bodybuilding competition in September and how did he
2: help you get ready for that
1: uh, he he it was a learning experience for both of us sure but he helped me build the muscle and the process that I had to go through he had um, several Um, workouts that I would do when I wasn't with him as well as the twice a week workouts that I came with you know came to see him for during the day Um, he set up a meal plan per se for the end during the cut period Um, and it was really really neat for me to work with him because he was though he didn't have the knowledge he was very good at Learning what to do in the process and getting the information to me and, and a way that I could understand and everything So he, he did a really great job.
2: I understand you had to gain weight. Mm-hmm, right? Yeah
1: Yeah, I had gotten down to 138 which was wow. yeah, yeah, that was from 278 to 138 So it was half of my body or so um, so I had to to put some weight back on that was muscle, and that was called the bulk. So we were we went through the bulk process and a little bit of the cut. I didn't have to do a whole lot of cut because I didn't get, um, I didn't have the body fat per se. I built the muscle, but I didn't. I had a clean clean diet, so I didn't have to worry about the fat as much.
2: So just five months, really, after you start working with Matt, you enter this competition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, it was the Greensboro Muscle Heat, Muscle Heat. Yes, and um, it was in September, and it was it was an awesome experience. So
2: walk me through like just having to go up on stage, and you've got people judging you, yep. and you're essentially up there in a bikini yep. flexing.
1: Yep, yep, that was a neat experience. What a shift. Yeah, I was just so happy to be there that the outcome wasn't. As important as the process for me. Uh Just the um I mean, don't get me wrong, obviously I wanted to do well. I didn't want to embarrass myself or whatever, but I was kind of like back there with seasoned bodybuilders and everything, and they were very serious and intense and stuff, and I was kind of like the little energizer bunny, like, hey everybody, how's it going? Exactly, exactly. How's it going? It's like this is so cool. And they're just like rumbling because they've been in a cut and they haven't eaten any carbs for a while, and it's just like I just had the best time with it. I was just, I was a smile from beginning to end. I was a nervous wreck, don't get me wrong. So I get up on stage and the song, the guys that were before me, um, they had a song, turned Down For What, and, and it started playing and they did their routine. So when I got up on stage and it was my turn, because we had a routine to do to music, the music kept starting and stopping. So I was just standing there in my posed position that I was supposed to. And then the guy figured out that I actually had chosen Turn Down For What also. He couldn't figure out. Oh, no. He thought he had the wrong music on, and it's just a coincidence that both of us. Yeah. So I got to stand up there extra long, and in my head I was just laughing. It's like, this is so perfect because, it, I mean, for me it was just a fun, wonderful experience. You know, it's, it's not that I took it lightly. It's just that I just the whole purpose for me doing it was to accomplish it and, and have fun with it. So it, it was funny. It was funny. And you did pretty well. I did. I did. I placed um, first in true novice physique and first in 35 and up physique. Um, and um, like sixth in true novice figure and fourth in true novice uh, 30, 45 and up figure. So two firsts, so six and a fourth. Not bad for your first competition. Yeah, I wasn't displeased at all. I wasn't displeased. It was funny when I came out because I had my entire family there. I have my husband and my sister and her husband and my nephew and my children and my grandchildren. They were all there, and by the time I came out, they were so enthusiastic for me. The the other people in the audience were congratulating me too because they were just you know they were just so so loud, boisterous, and cheerful. For what i was doing so it was a pretty it was pretty awesome experience i was definitely a grin from ear to ear your
2: story is just so inspirational and i listening to you it almost make, you make it sound like it was an easy process
1: oh no but it wasn't easy wasn't <laughs> no absolutely not it was not an easy process i mean it's 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 exciting and and terrifying all at the same time because there's so much stigma surrounding weight loss surgery like oh well you know you're you, you had the surgery so then it, it's all just comes off naturally and that's not the case and you feel like sometimes you have to live up to the you know the surgery like oh I you know i I have to drop this weight or I, I haven't I haven't succeeded or whatever and you're not doing it because you want what other people think you're doing it for your health and stuff and so when you look at it in that perspective it 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 becomes a little more in focus as far as your goal and stuff so
2: how did you stay so disciplined
1: um because I put my body through a surgery and took a portion of an organ out and I wasn't gonna take it lightly I, w- I took it very serious as far as, you know, what I was going to do to my body after that. And I wasn't going to go back. And I've, I still am in a constant um, growth period of trying not to go back to being morbidly obese. I didn't, you know, didn't go through that to, to, be, to let myself down and to, to have done it in vain. I wanted to make sure to, to honor what I did to my body because it's pretty extreme you know
2: do people treat you differently now
1: as far as uh, my physical being kind
2: of before and after have you noticed the difference
1: yeah yeah definitely so um honestly it's a double edged sword people some people were nicer to me when i was heavy because they felt i was relatable when i get out of a car when i'm in a store and nobody they don't know me and stuff i think because i am Slim now, and I am fit. People perceive me as privileged. Like, oh, she doesn't know what a struggle is. She doesn't know what it is to, you oh, know, to interesting. yeah, yeah. It's it it is. It's a, it's a perspective that people sometimes don't understand. They think it's all glory when you lose the weight, but it's it is. It's it, people treat you differently. And there, there are others that are you know perfectly fine or whatever. But you do get a lot of people until you talk to them that they take that first perceived vision of you and and think that you've never struggled so
2: it's made you more mindful
1: it does it does very cognizant of what others and the struggles that other others go through because you can't take anything for granted you don't know what the person next to you has been through or you know there's no outward signs that i was 278 pounds so i can't blame them you know i can't find fault with them you just have to realize that until somebody gets to know you, they don't know you. (laughs) They don't know what's going on.
2: So uh, tell me about your granddaughter. Oh, a little she's six years old. Right? Yes.
1: Little Miss Reagan. She's and such she a little wants princess.
2: bodybuilder now. too. Yes.
1: Yes. She was so funny after the competition. She was so enamored. Of course, she's a princess. So she always of has course. her princess dress on uh-huh. her Elsa and Anna dress on Elsa being her favorite. Okay. And she always has Thanks her multiple. Yeah. And her multiple layers and her tiara and everything. And then, you know, seeing grandma up there in a a bedazzled uh, bathing suit as it was my competition suit which is a lot more than bedazzled trust me and um seeing me up there she was just totally enamored and when I you know, came off stage she was like I'm gonna be a bodybuilder like grandma when I get older and I'm gonna get medals you know so she was very she was adorable it was what's your
2: message to her and to just other women that are struggling with self-confidence and weight issues
1: um sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone to realize how wonderful you are and that you don't, you know, you're, you're beautiful. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter what you look like. You need to focus more on, you know, how you feel and, and the benefits that, that losing the weight and everything is. So you just, you know, you can, you can be beautiful and strong too. So you don't have to, you don't, I don't know. You don't have to, Sometimes we worry more than we need to. Sometimes you're just if we just stop for a moment and, and realize our worth, that, that it, will, it will make things in the process a lot easier with, with losing weight or with you know, bodybuilding or with whatever we're doing. Just get out of your comfort zone.
2: That's a good lesson for all of us. Yeah. So I know you're a goal setter. Mm-hmm. What's coming up next?
1: Well, I am, uh, I, before I started bodybuilding, I had done a little spell of powerlifting. So um, having that iron in my hand was fun, but I knew I couldn't do both. I had to focus on one or the other, so I took up the bodybuilding. And now that I've completed that task, I'm going to start focusing on the powerlifting. Um, and I'm looking to do a competition in uh, May of this year. So it'll include um, deadlifts, bench presses, and squats. So those are the three parts of the competition that that you have, you know, that you lift the weight for. Oh, is that all? Yeah, I know, right? That's all. No big deal. No, no big, big deal. deal. But luckily, I have uh, the best trainer, which is Matt, because he's really about form, uh-huh. to the point that it almost aggravates me sometimes. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm trying to do it right. Let's just focus on okay, okay. Let's try it again. Okay. <laughs> he's very patient with me, but. You know, I just try to do it the best that I can because it's all the important in the world. You can lift, you know, 10, 20 more pounds with the right form, or you can do the wrong form. You can hurt yourself. So he's really good at, at, you know, making sure that I do it right and doing the exercises to strengthen me through the process of being able to lift heavier.
2: Well, I don't think there's any doubt that you're doing it right. (laughs) And your story is incredibly inspiring. And I know our thank listeners you. will appreciate it as well. Thank you for being with me today.
0: Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. We hope Trisha's story encouraged you today. Regardless of where you are in your own fitness journey, it's never too late to make a positive change for your health. And you never know who you might inspire along the way. As always, for more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us and all of the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen. Until next time, thanks for listening.